1: Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, imitating the detestable practices of the nations that the Lord had dispossessed before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places that his father Hezekiah had torn down and reestablished the altars for the Baals. He made Asherah poles. And he bowed in worship to all the stars in the sky and served them. He built altars in the Lord's temple, where the Lord had said, Jerusalem is where my name will remain forever. He built altars to all the stars in the sky in both courtyards of the Lord's temple. He passed his sons through the fire in Benhanom Valley. He practiced witchcraft, divination, and sorcery, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did a huge amount of evil in the Lord's sight, angering him. Manasseh set up a carved image of the idol which he had made in God's temple that God had spoken about to David and his son Solomon. I will establish my name forever in this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. I will never again remove the feet of the Israelites from the land where I stationed your ancestors if only they will be careful to do all that I have commanded them through Moses, all the law, statutes, and judgments. So Manasseh caused Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to stray so that they did worse evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they didn't listen. So he brought against them the military commanders of the king of Assyria, They captured Manasseh with hooks, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. When he was in distress, he sought the favor of the Lord his God, and earnestly humbled himself before the God of his ancestors. He prayed to him, and the Lord was receptive to his prayer. He granted his request and brought him back to Jerusalem, to his kingdom. So Manasseh came to know that the Lord is God. After this, he built the outer wall of the city of David from west of the Gihon in the valley to the entrance of the fish gate. He brought it around Ophel and he heightened it considerably. He also placed military commanders in all the fortified cities of Judah. He removed the foreign gods and the idol from the Lord's temple along with all the altars that he had built on the mountain of the Lord's temple and in Jerusalem and he threw them outside the city. He built the altar of the Lord and offered fellowship and thanksgiving sacrifices on it. Then he told Judah to serve the Lord, the God of Israel. However, the people still sacrificed at the high places, but only to the Lord their God. The rest of the events of Manasseh's reign, along with his prayer to his God and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, are written in the events of Israel's kings. His prayer and how God was receptive to his prayer, and all his sin and unfaithfulness, and the sites where he built high places and set up a share of poles and carved images before he humbled himself, they are written in the events of Hosea. Manasseh rested with his ancestors, and he was buried in his own house. His son Amon became king in his place. Amon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, just as his father Manasseh had done. Ammon sacrificed to all the carved images that his father Manasseh had made, and he served them. But he did not humble himself before the Lord like his father Manasseh humbled himself. Instead, Amon increased his guilt. So his servants conspired against him to put him to death in his own house. The common people killed all who had conspired against Amon and they made his son Josiah king in his place. Second Chronicles chapter 34 Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned thirty-one years in Jerusalem. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, and walked in the ways of his ancestor David. He did not turn aside to the right or the left. In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still a youth, Josiah began to seek the God of his ancestor David. And in the twelfth year, he began to cleanse Judah and Jerusalem of the high places, the Asherah poles, the carved images and the cast images. Then in his presence, the altars of the Baals were torn down and he chopped down the shrines that were above them. He scattered the Asherah poles, the carved images and the cast images, crushed them to dust and scattered them over the graves of those who had sacrificed to him. He burned the bones of the priests on their altars, so he cleansed Judah and Jerusalem. He did the same in the cities of Manasseh, Ephraim, and Simeon, as far as Naphtali, and on their surrounding mountain shrines. He tore down the altars, and he smashed the Asherah poles and the carved images to powder. He chopped down all the shrines throughout the land of Israel and returned to Jerusalem. In the eighteenth year of his reign, in order to cleanse the land and the temple, Josiah sent Shaphan, son of Azaliah, along with Maasiah, the governor of the city, and the court historian Joah, son of Jehoaz, to repair the temple of the Lord his God. So they went to the high priest Hilkiah and gave him the silver brought into God's temple. The Levites and the doorkeepers had collected it from Manasseh, Ephraim, and from the entire remnant of Israel, and from all Judah, Benjamin, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. They gave it to those doing the work, those who oversaw the Lord's temple. They gave it to the workmen who were working in the Lord's temple to repair and restore the temple. They gave it to the carpenters and builders, and also used it to buy quarried stone and timbers for joining and making beams for the buildings that Judah's kings had destroyed. The men were doing the work with integrity. Their overseers were Jahath and Obadiah, Levites from the Merarites, and Zechariah and Meshulam from the Kohathites as supervisors. The Levites were all skilled with musical instruments. They were also over the porters and were supervising all those doing the work task by task. Some of the Levites were secretaries, officers, and gatekeepers. When they brought out the silver that had been deposited in the Lord's temple, the priest Hilkiah found the book of the law of the Lord written by the hand of Moses. Consequently, Hilkiah told the court secretary Shaphan, I have found the book of the law in the Lord's temple. And he gave the book to Shaphan. Shaphan took the book to the king and also reported, Your servants are doing all that was placed in their hands. They have emptied out the silver that was found in the Lord's temple and have given it to the overseers and to those doing the work. Then the court secretary, Shaphan, told the king, The priest Hilkiah gave me a book, and Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. When the king heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes. Then he commanded Hilkiah, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Abdon, son of Micah, the court secretary Shaphan, and the king's servant, Ahaziah, go and inquire of the Lord for me, and for those remaining in Israel and Judah concerning the words of the book that was found. For great is the Lord's wrath that is poured out on us because our ancestors have not kept the word of the Lord in order to do everything written in this book. So Hilkiah and those the king had designated so Hilkiah and those the king had designated went to the prophetess Huldah, the wife of Shalem, son of Tokath, son of Hasra, keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the second district. They spoke with her about this. She said to them, this is what the Lord God of Israel says. Say to the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says. I am about to bring disaster on this place. And on its inhabitants, fulfilling all the curses written in the book that they read in the presence of the king of Judah, because they have abandoned me and burned incense to other gods so as to anger me with all the works of their hands. My wrath will be poured out on this place and it will not be quenched. Say this to the king of Judah who sent you to inquire of the Lord. This is what the Lord God of Israel says. As for the words that you heard, Because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before God when you heard his words against this place and against its inhabitants, and because you humbled yourself before me and you tore your clothes and wept before me, I myself have heard. This is the Lord's declaration. I will indeed gather you to your ancestors and you will be gathered to your grave in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster that I am bringing on this place, and on its inhabitants. Then they reported to the king. So the king sent messengers and gathered all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. The king went up to the Lord's temple with all the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem as well as the priests and all the Levites, all the people from the oldest to the youngest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant that had been found in the Lord's temple. Then the king stood at his post, and made a covenant in the Lord's presence to follow the Lord and to keep his commands, his decrees, and his statutes with all his heart and with all his soul in order to carry out the words of the covenant written in this book. He had all those present in Jerusalem and Benjamin agree to it. So all the inhabitants of Jerusalem carried out the covenant of God, the God of their ancestors. So Josiah removed everything that was detestable from all the lands belonging to the Israelites and he required all who were present in Israel to serve the Lord their God. Throughout his reign, they did not turn aside from following the Lord, the God of their ancestors. 1
2: Thessalonians chapter 1 Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy To the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ grace to you, and peace. We always thank God for all of you, making mention of you constantly in our prayers. We recall in the presence of our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labor motivated by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters loved by God, that He has chosen you because our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power, in the Holy Spirit, and with full assurance. You know how we lived among you for your benefit, and you yourselves became imitators of us and of the Lord when, in spite of severe persecution, you welcomed the message with joy from the Holy Spirit. As a result, you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia, For the word of the Lord rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place that your faith in God has gone out. Therefore, we don't need to say anything, for they themselves report what kind of reception we had from you, how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus,
0: who rescues us from the coming wrath. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.